Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. The Winter Olympics are streaming on Peacock live. Your all-access pass to stream every event every day. The Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock. Hey, what up? Doug Gottlieb here, and uh, thanks so much for downloading this All Ball podcast. You are going to love this one. Love it. Um, today's guest is the head coach of Liberty University. And, uh, man, I've known Richie for a long, at the, I, I run Richie for a long time. I, I didn't realize that he recruited me to, or tried to recruit me to go to Washington. And uh, I didn't go. He actually, Richie McKay, ended up getting, landing Jason Terry that year. But if, if for people that remember, Jason Terry flipped at the last second, went to Arizona, and then a couple years later, they end up getting Dan Dickow. That was after he was gone. But uh, Richard McKay's the head coach of Liberty. The Flames are getting ready for the NCAA tournament. They're taking on Oklahoma State, Milo Mater, and Cade Cunningham. He's had a mercurial, crazy journey. 
um, where started off in Indy, made his way to the Pacific Northwest playing college basketball, played overseas, came back to Seattle, bounced around back to Seattle with UW, went to Portland State, to uh, Portland State, Oregon State, Colorado, or Portland State, Colorado State, Oregon State, and then ultimately New Mexico, got fired in New Mexico. We got a lot to get to. So um, I think what I'm going to do is record a special pod with some picks and maybe drop that tomorrow. What do you guys say before the tournament starts? I know the first four starts then record some picks. Um, but I thought you'd really enjoy this conversation with a guy who uh, has, you know, by, by his own accounts, own accounts, he's gone through some ups and downs in this business, but the ups Liberty would have gone last year, likely to the tournament. And they did go two years ago and they did pull an upset. And now they got Oklahoma state that they're, they're staring down uh, the barrel of, and we'll see if they can pull off that upset as a 13 seed taken on a four. The head coach of the Liberty flames is Richard McKay. He joins me now. Take me back your first memories of hoop or when and where, uh, man, I think I was, I don't know, five or six and uh, had a nerf hoop and I was balling on the nerf hoop, Doug, like deep range, reverse dunks, all the above. And did uh, you have, did you have my dad and mom, they had their door to their bedroom. There's like a closet next to it on the right-hand side. So I had the ability to shoot the ball off the side and then off the like wall. And, and like, I had all the trick shots as well. And then my brother and I, we would play like these vicious games of one-on-one full court dunk hoop. Cause they had, they had like a little kind of alleyway in their bedroom. And so what, what was the nerve hoop set up? Yeah, all, all of that. Uh, I had an older brother. We get in fights every day, and uh, we, we had the we had the JV version of the Nerf hoop. Though you know the net, the net was all jacked up, and uh, it was. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, my dad played at the University of New Mexico, and uh, he's from Indianapolis, Snaptown. Uh, it's where Hoosier Hysteria lives. So basketball was just it was prevalent in our home. It was always talked about, and. Uh, that's where I got my passion for it. Um, how good a player were you? Uh, not as good as you, but, uh, you know, I love the game. And uh, I, 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 I ate, slept, and uh, and breathed it. So uh, I was highly competitive and ended up playing at Seattle Pacific and then overseas for a couple of years. I really, uh, I really got the most out of my ability just because of how many hours I spent in it or on it. But uh, – Never really thought I'd coach, but would love to play. Okay, so Seattle Pacific, who's your coach? Guy named Claude Terry. You remember Coach Terry, don't you? Sure. He was the all-time – at the time, he was the all-time leading scorer at Stanford. I think Todd Lichty passed him and some others since then. But played in the NBA or ABA in the NBA. He was tremendous for me, uh, not just because of his basketball acumen, uh, but he was, he was also a tremendous mentor. Uh, I used to go up to his office acting like I wanted to talk some ball. And honestly, Doug, I, I really just wanted to spend time with him. He, he was, he's fabulous. What, how'd you guys play? Uh, played a little up-tempo, a little pro style. And then in terms of he was just a great mentor, like what, and you want to hang out around him, what sorts of things, like, again, you're a college kid, he's an adult, you know, he's lived a life. So like, how would he mentor you? What, what, because those are the building blocks of who you are as a person, who you are as a coach. Like the, to me, like the, we, we have people and frankly, it's, it's in my profession, not yours, but especially my profession who they minimize the importance of that relationship between college coach and player and how much, you know, so many kids now come from split fam- families. Um, some comes from dysfunctional families, but even ones that come from like, I had a two parent household, but my college coaches were father type figures. What was, what was he like during those times uh, spent with you when, when you pretended like you wanted to talk ball? Yeah. The, the word that comes to mind is he was transformational. You know, not only did he have these great stories and he would help me visualize the, the, the dreams that I had when he, when he talked about the work ethic you needed to be a pro or uh, the commitment that you had to have, but what was most important or most valuable to me, man, uh, he really, he loved me unconditionally. You know, 
with, with all of my junk or all of the, the voids or holes, wounds that I had in my life, I just felt like he was there. And, and he, was, he was the first man that I'd ever met who actually read the Bible that he had on his desk. And uh, just, just tremendously uh, considerate of uh, who I was as a person and, and made me feel valuable. Um, and, and had these words of life that he would relate the, to scripture that I just thought was instrumental to my development. And I didn't know it then, but I found out later what he was doing is he was just preparing me for what was going to be a career choice that uh, I was going to make and how the importance of, um, of a, a person's play or the results of their statistics uh, that wasn't as important as a person's heart and a person's uh, well-being. And I just think from some of those fundamentally deposited principles, uh, it helped shape me in, in however many years, 30 years ago, into who I am today. So you get done playing. How good was your team? Uh, we were decent. We uh, didn't make it to the NCAA tournament, but uh, we were decent. So you get done playing. And then what was the decision like to go play overseas? Uh, I was first working, I was from Seattle or lived in Seattle. I was uh, working for basketball travelers, Nels Hawkinson. And, uh, and I finally got the call to go play in New Zealand. And uh, so I did that. Uh, I had a friend of mine uh, who I worked with as a graduate assistant at University of Washington the first time I was there. Uh, he got me in touch with a guy named Dale Lair. And between seasons in New Zealand, I went to go be a, division two assistant at Queens college. Never again, never really thought coaching was going to be my deal. I wanted to hoop and I wanted right. to play as long as I could. So, but one thing. Hey, led so, to yeah. Go no, go, go ahead. So, wait, wait, so Queens college, who's the head coach? Dale there. Okay. And that's, that's in Queens, New York. It's in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a, uh, Oh, okay. Queen, the queen city. Okay. Got it. It was an all girls school and they hired coach Lair to bring back basketball or to bring basketball to the campus. So the first 13 men on campus were basketball players. Were all basketball players? Yeah. And That's actually kind of an, I mean, like, I know it's a religious school, but it's kind of an, kind of an easy sale there. Like, Hey man, you want to come and play basketball at an all girls school? Like you're literally the only guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, the ratio, the female to male ratio was like nine to one. I mean, dudes, if you can't get a date there, it's a, it's a, it's a, you're going to have a rough go of it. It's a it's a you problem, right? You can't get a date at Queens College yeah. when 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 there's there's 13 dudes on campus. Yeah. What was what was Dale like as a coach, and what was your what was your job during your time you were there? Yeah, you you know at the Division two ranks, you do a little bit of everything. Coach Lair was phenomenal. He he had a he had a balance that was really healthy between family life and how much time he spent with his career with our players. And uh, I lived across the street from the gym, so. And, and was single at the time. So I, I had a ton of access, ton of freedom. Uh, another one that God sent my way to model for me what a coach should look like. And I know, you, you know this, you, you, your dad was a coach and, and you know, as a, as a son who has a coach in his home, how much time he really invests in other kids' lives, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I just felt like uh, Coach Lair was, he, he was committed in developing and transforming but he was also really good in his own home. And again, another foundational piece for me uh, that, that would set the table for how I tried to pursue uh, my career when, uh, when I was a parent. Were you, I know religion is so important in your life and obviously, you know, you're at a, a place like Liberty, but were, were you raised in a, in a very religious home or is this something that, that uh, took place during your kind of formative college years where you had, uh, where, where your views became uh, much more Christian-based. Yeah, my, my, my mom and dad were divorced, so uh, I grew up in a home that uh, had a, they had a, a faith, and, and we went to church. Uh, my brother, my older brother, really had a, a strong faith that kind of inspired me. And man, when I was 19, I was, I was just finishing up high school, or 18, my, and I went to junior college my freshman year. That's when I invited the Jesus into my life and have been a Christian ever since. So uh, I, I think, you know, for me, Doug, I describe it as, you know, I, I just that, that night I made that decision. It was like opening the, the door to a mansion. 
and uh, so many rooms to explore, so many uh, experience to, experiences to, to have in this, in this great big old house. And I'm still in the mansion, still experiencing them. Uh, but it gave me a, a sense of peace and purpose that I'd never had before. So, okay, Queens College, you're playing professionally. Uh, what made you come back stateside to, to coach again? Yeah, I, uh, I came back and I got a job at Seattle Pacific. I, I married uh, uh, Julie, who has been my wife for 30 years, going on 31 in August. And uh, I came back to my alma mater. And shortly after that, I got a chance to go to Bradley University with Jim Mullinary and then back to the Northwest when I started recruiting you. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You're like, you're, 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 you're like skipping all around here. So Coach Mo, Coach Mo, people who know him in the Midwest, right? Now, did you know my dad signed him in college? No. Did he really? Yeah. No yeah, way. At Creighton. Is that right? Way to Creighton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, we're, and talking, then he, we're talking about Jim Molinari. Jim Molinari. Go wow. look. I didn't know he had look game. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was a hell of a player. And I think he transferred to Western Illinois, right? That was yeah, where he – I think you're right. Yeah, so he went to Creighton. And, I mean, it was – I never forget it. Like, I, I did a Bradley game one time. And I think my dad had mentioned it. I don't really remember how it came up. And then, you know, like, he's, he's – there's a little bit of Forrest Gump or where's Waldo where all of a sudden, like, I'd be like – I was at Minnesota and there's my coach – Coach Mo on on the staff, and then as Nebraska, and there's Coach Mo on on the staff with Tim Miles, and and you know all those he's got all these stories about my dad. So yeah, yeah. 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 Jim, Coach Mo, Jim, Coach, Coach Mo was uh, man, was he he was so intense. The hiring process alone, you know, he, he took me. I was I'd never been Division One, and he took me, and uh, he really groomed me. He made me value uh, how how hard it was at that level and uh, he was relentless in his work ethic, but man, he, he was a really, really good coach. And another one, again, another one of the people that was valuable in my life and building some foundation, but uh, I was only um, there. You, 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 you were there for how long? Two years. Yep. So, so your wife really enjoyed the area. That's what you're telling me. In Peoria. <laughs> well, Bob Bender. Yeah, I'm in Seattle. I'm in Seattle. Which is an incredible city, right? And yeah. like, look, I know how important basketball is to Peoria, right? If it plays in Peoria, right? The old old vaudeville, That's and right. they love hoops. But it's really hard to go from Seattle to Peoria. Let's just and let's just call it call it like it is. No doubt, no doubt. I like Peoria. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. Seattle on a home. Um. Okay. So then. So what? Then you, then you got a job at at UW. Yeah. So so Bob Bender left Illinois State. You go go to University of Washington. Obviously, the uh, the Redbirds and the Braves are uh, the rivals, big rivals. And uh, Bender, I think, had a little bit of a level of respect for the job that we were doing at uh, at Bradley. And I got to know Ray Jacoletti in that recruiting process. We'd be recruiting uh, against each other, and uh, yeah. And then so uh, Billy King was his initial hire, and Billy went to go to the NBA. And Coach Bender called me in the summer and asked if I wanted to come back to Seattle and. A day later, I was on the plane and uh, and started the uh, the, the rebuild. Well, it's like you go, I'll pack. You you go, I'll pack. <laughs> so 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 right. That, that that speaks to the respect when you hire a guy who you competed against in the league, and then of course location wise, it totally made sense. Uh, I love that you were the second choice. Like that that's amazing. Yeah, right? that, that, that that that's happened to a lot of people. I just and then it just works out. Okay, so you get to UW. It's 1993, I believe. Yep. Right? 1993. Tech Ed's a cool place, but I don't remember UW being any good at that point in time. Oh, we were. Uh, who, who, who perceived it was – Marv Harshman wasn't the coach before. Well, who was the coach before? Coach before – gosh. After us, it was Lynn Nance. Who was the coach before? I can't even remember. It was uh, – was it Les Stevens? Lynn Stevens? Okay. Yeah, yes. let's, just, let's just go, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so you're there. So now all of a sudden, okay, you have to go from the valley 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, which is really, remember that mid-90s at the time, like Tulsa is rolling. Absolutely rolling. Um, You know, I mean, the whole league is is kind of ridiculous at at that point. People forget how good the Valley was going going back then. Yeah. Charlie Spower had the the, the Bears rolling. That then was Southwest Missouri. That was such good basketball. And, And incredibly difficult home court venues to go in and try and get a dub. It, the Valley was legit. It was totally legit. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm printing nonstop through the holidays. Right? You got cards, gift tags, lists. Cookie receipts, mostly cookie receipts. Plus, you get travel docs as well. You know, you got to get those reimbursements. And nothing will ruin the fun like good old-fashioned cartridge conniption. That's when your printer's pricey ink cartridges run out of ink at the worst possible time. And you can't help but lose it a little. Or a lot. It's frustrating. But, All Ball Community, you know what we do around here. We bring you tech solutions. And the Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer is a great solution. Epson EcoTank uses big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Go ahead. Add some people to your holiday card list. No more running out of magenta when you're trying to make the season merry. No more having to apologize to your house guests after having a total cartridge conniption with Epson EcoTank kiss expensive cartridges. Goodbye. You can just fill and chill. Who doesn't want some more chill around the holidays? Epson EcoTank. Learn more at Epson.com slash all ball with Doug. Hey, all ball community. Uh, listen up. Two of three men experience some form of hair loss by the time you're 35. 
And it's one of those deals where you're like, what do I do? How do I avoid this thing? Is it smart? Don't be a statistic. If you're a little bald or a lot bald, fix it in a simple, stress-free way. Try Keeps, K-E-E-P-S. What you do is a virtual doctor consult at Keeps.com. And then the medications are delivered straight to your door. It's low cost with treatment starting at just 10 bucks a month for FDA approved medications and they can prevent hair loss. Keeps is more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And don't walk around with pattern baldness. We all know it's not cool. It just doesn't feel right. Prevention is in fact the key. So if you're ready to stop messing around, right? You got a new year, a new energy towards fixing the little things like hair loss. You want to prevent hair loss, go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash all ball. You get your first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com, keeps dot com slash all ball. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? Did something never thought you would do? How about live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van? You could tour the country, whatever you want to dream up. And we're talking about Mercedes-Benz van here. Expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect performance and reliability with that MBUX voice command system. You're going to get five-star dealer network available with a gas engine. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4. You enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. You go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and there you enter, get official rules for a chance to win this beautiful Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and you have to do so by February 2nd. Your dream is waiting for you. danpatrick.com, foxsportsradio.com. Some equipment described is optional. Okay, so what was what was uh, Bob Bender's, plan for was it just we got to we got to recruit all these local kids or what what would you guys said how'd you how'd you decide to rebuild that program you know i think part of it was trying to keep guys in the in the seattle area or, or northwest area close to home you know at the time oregon wasn't oregon like it is now and uh, osu had struggled a little bit and in, uh, in washington state now kelvin was there and he he kind of had it rolling so we, uh, we felt like we had to, to at least try and be able to win our state. And, uh, and he wanted to do it with West Coast kids. But Coach Bender, you know, was a former Duke assistant, so kind of had contacts all over. We weren't afraid to go anywhere in the country to try and get someone. But we really knew we had to be good close to home. And, uh, and again, that's, <laughs> that's when I saw this, uh, this, this tough, hard-nosed point guard that – and I don't know if people give you enough credit, but you were one of the best passers that I'd ever seen in high school basketball. I mean, elite, you were elite and, uh, you know, but, but you big timed us, you know, you, you went to Notre Dame and I didn't big time you. Well, here's how I remember it. Okay. Didn't you have other guards? You had, uh, older, you had older guards. So I would have had to sit for you. So again, you have to, this is where you have to factor in, like part of our problem, I thought, in recruiting to my dad and I is we kind of knew too much, right? Yeah. So you start, but, but, and, and also there was a level of, of lack of faith because Washington hadn't been good. Yeah. Just hadn't, you know, it was before Washington took off. It's hard to relate to people now. Um, and I don't think people understood tech ed and how great a place that was to play back then. Yeah. Right. It just, it all, all of it hadn't hit yet. Yeah. Um, but but you did you were, you you signed McCullough right and Dion yeah. Luton and Donald Watts and I believe I believe before you left you tell me if I'm wrong you guys actually had a commitment from Jason Terry man great memory right? okay great. and then and then what happened so what happened tell me the Jason Terry story because this is old midnight loot what really happened how did Jason Terry go from committed hometown Washington kid turn this thing around to all of a sudden he's playing he's a C- he went to be a sixth man. He didn't start Arizona until his senior year. I know. Man, what's funny about it, you know, I was only there two years as well, and then I got the job at Portland State as a head coach. But we were, we were starting to flip it a little bit. We were becoming more competitive. And when, when, when Donald Watts uh, committed, we, we had he and Jason Terry uh, on yeah. camp uh, for some elite camp or something. And I was close to JT. Like, we, we would talk every day. I talked to moms. And uh, and he committed. So we we thought we legit had one of the best backcourts in the country, certainly in the West, but maybe in the country. And 
Jason called one night and he said, hey, coach, man, coach, uh, I, I didn't get anything to compare to and I'm not going to go to Arizona, but I just got to take another visit. I'm not going there, coach. I promise you I'm not going there. I said, you want to take a visit? He said, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going there. You know, me and my mom, we, we just want to see something else. You know, it's Arizona, coach. I said, Jay, man, I just, I'm just telling you, it's hard to say no to them. Coach Olson, you know, he's known for, for nabbing a dude at the midnight hour. And he said, yeah, coach, midnight loot. Yeah, he said, coach, coach, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Didn't hear oh, from him. Famous last, last word. <laughs> Didn't hear from him for about three days. And he called me and said, coach, coach, man, I made the switch. <laughs> I said, man, I'm not telling Coach Bender. You got to tell him. And uh, yeah, he uh, he broke my heart, but uh, he had a heck of a career there and uh, and in the league. But man, that was Coach Olson, Matt Othick. There was a few of them now. Uh, Matt Othick, who was uh, didn't he commit to UNLV? And Coach yeah. Flip. Yep, there was uh, there was a few of them, and uh, and with good reason. Arizona's a great program, but man, oh man, that was a tough one. Okay, so you get to Portland State. At the time, had they just gone Division One? Portland State was a restart. They had in 1979, no, 19, yeah, 79. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Freeman Williams were three of the names on the first team All-America list. Well, they banned the program after Freeman Williams left because of uh, NCAA improprieties. Did not have basketball for 16 years. And they decided to restart it. And when they restarted, they, they were announced they were going to Division One, And we had an eight-year probationary period that we couldn't play in the NCAA tournament. So I got the job, Doug, because nobody else wanted it. <laughs> but, it's your, but it's your program and you're how old this time? I'm 29. I'm, I'm the youngest head coach in, in the country. Okay. So you're 29. How much are you making? I think the salary was 60000 at the time. Okay. Beautiful area, right? You're a Pacific yeah. Northwest guy anyway. Yep. Like an incredible place, an incredible place to live. Yeah. So what's the process like of legitimately starting a program? Yeah, you, you know, it was incredibly healthy for me. Uh, the first year we were there, we got two scholarships and didn't field a team. But we took Brian Town, who was a walk-on at, at University of Washington that came with us. And, uh, and I had one assistant, Brad Susie who's been with me every day since then. I know. He never, never leaves your side. I got it. Yeah. And, uh, and we took a kid. How'd you, wait, how'd you, how'd you meet Brad? Where'd Susie come from? Uh, Brad was in, uh, he was a food broker for Damon and Associates. I met him through a mutual friend. He was a heck of a player. Uh, at the time, he was at Eastern Michigan. He set an NCAA tournament record for most three-pointers in a game. He made nine of them. They lost to Pitt when Pitt had Demetrius Gore and Sean Miller. Uh, but Brad scored like, 27 points in 21 minutes. And I said, man, 27 points in 21 minutes. Why coach Braun only play you 21 minutes? If you had 27, he said, that's why I transferred. <laughs> <laughs> coach points per minute, coach. Do the math coach. So yeah, Susan and I hit it off, you know, faith had a share the same faith, a passion for basketball, loved to work with kids. So the first year we sit out, uh, we play two on two nearly every day. You know, that's Damon Stoudemire's dad, his Willie, Willie played at, at Portland State. So Damon would run his summer camps at, uh, at our gym. And, of course, Dame would be there for a day or two. And, man, we'd have some of the best runs in the city at Portland State's gym. That's where I met Ime Yudoka and uh, Cabino. All, all, all the guys would come to PSU and play. So we started to – and then we had to transfer Jason Hartman our second year and ended up – yeah, we, we ended up – Hartman was uh, Wazoo? Hartman was what, too? Uh, Hartman was at UW. He, oh, he's at UW. So you recruited him at UW, and then, you, and then when he transferred, you brought him with you. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so, he's a good player. So that first year, you know, I, I, when we didn't have practice, I would go and I, I visited Dick Davey at Santa Clara, uh, Dick Bennett, who was at Wisconsin. Uh, and, and, man, I, I just watched practice. I got to learn. I got to absorb. And then the first year of us actually playing, you know, the internet wasn't what it is now and there's not social media. So I got to make all these mistakes that no one saw, but we, uh, and we got, we had the right kind of kids. So we, we got fairly competitive in just two short years and uh, went 15 and 12. And, but uh, I'm telling you, it was, it was really hard to recruit Doug. Yeah. Uh, we can't go to the tournament, 
for uh, six more years. Um, but it's, it, you know, so, uh, but the guys we had, man, I loved coaching them and they were, they were the guys that no one else wanted and had something to prove. So it ended up helping us be really competitive in a very early stage of our program. How did New Mexico come to be? So after, uh, after Portland state, I, I took the job at Colorado state and, uh, was, was there for two oh, that's years. Right. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I, I skipped the step. Let me, okay. So how'd the, how the Colorado state happen? Uh, again, we, that second year, you know, we took a restart program and, uh, the AD at the time, Tim Weiser, uh, called and said he had an interest and in, I can't remember who the other candidate was. Oh yeah. It, it's, uh, it's the late Neil Doherty who was at Kansas and it was he and I, and I ended up getting the job and, uh, we inherited a program from Stu Morrill, who was a heck of a coach. You remember Coach Morrill, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. He went to – then he went from there. He went to uh, he Utah, went to Utah State. State. Yep, yep. Tremendous coach. And we inherited that program. And Coach you know, Coach Morrill would call play every time down. They used the card system. And we had a little different philosophy. But so I think the kids kind of felt good about, you know, maybe being able to play a little bit more freely offensively. But he had such a good culture. I think we won 19 the first year, went to the uh, Elite Eight of the NIT, and then 18 the next year. And, uh, and man, it was that's, – that's when, that's when my, my career – I was there for two years. So two years at Portland State, two years at Colorado State, and then I took the Oregon State job. And uh, Mitch Barnhart was the athletic director. And, uh, and, and I, I took it because, number one, uh, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And, uh, and it was a chance to recruit L.A., be in L.A. a ton, go back and forth, bigger budget. The Pac-10 at the time, it was, you know, is what I had always aspired for um, in terms of level. And, uh, and, yeah, it was a tough job, man. And I didn't do a good job there, Doug. I, I wasn't – well, your brother coached there. You, you know it's – and Wayne Tinkle's done a fabulous job. Well, it's, it's a little it's – a, it's, a, it's a little different now. But, I mean, like, look, they had – Gill Coliseum is ancient. They've redone a bunch of it now, and they built a practice facility now, yeah. right? But it's, you know, I mean, it's nothing short of a miracle what Ralph Miller did forever, and what, and what they're doing, what they're doing now. Like people don't under, you know, they're in Wazoo. I mean, it's, it, those are hard, especially with all the money Oregon spending and 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 the location of of UW. Okay, so if you could go back and think, okay, should you have not taken the Oregon State job? Was it the what was was there something you did that you would fix? Like why why don't you think you did a good enough job at Oregon State? I forget wins and losses. Yeah, we I should have stayed longer at Oregon State, but again, you, you got to understand when. So at, you remember the Pac-10 at the time was ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. It, it was ridiculous. so every team in that league was an NCAA tournament team except for us and uh, in Washington State. So, so well, look, look, let me let me let me say what you can't say. Okay, Cal was cheating at the time. They had, I mean, they got caught cheating. So it's not like, oh, Gottlieb's breaking news. Like, no, they were buying dudes and they had dudes, right? Yeah. Tony Gonzalez didn't have to buy because he's football. Jermaine folks, Jelani Gardner, like they had dudes, dudes, Sharif, dudes, dudes, dudes. Okay, Stanford had Mike Montgomery, who's unbelievable. Yeah. Right, and they had they had pros everywhere. Um, Adam Keith, Collins, Twin, Lickie, like you kind of go through it. Artie Lee, like they had Revan Knight, dude. UW had just now got it, finally got it going. Yeah. Um, Oregon started to get it going with Jerry Green. Yeah. UCLA has got like seven or eight pros on their roster. US, USC, Arizona, I mean Arizona is wins the national championship during during this period of time. They have all NBA players, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it just. Dudes, yeah. and then you're like Oregon, like Oregon State, you know, and you get the, you know. So now, did you sign Corey Benjamin? Was that was that your biggest signing? Nah, I didn't sign Corey. He was uh, he was after me. I was only there two years again, and and I would have stayed at Oregon State. Uh, I think I I think we would have done better. Uh, I'm not the same coach now I was then. Had a lot to learn, but right. you know, my dad passed away when when I was there. He passed away in 2000. And the New Mexico job opens in my second year there. Well, my dad played at New Mexico. 
Um, yep. It was always my dream job. No, it was just like signs. It was just like signs, signs, signs pointing you there, right? Dad, dad, dad dies. It's New Mexico. All the timing, everything aligned. It's yeah. like the good Lord giving you a sign. This is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And literally, I thought when I took the job, I thought, well, that'll be my last job. I, I'm, I'm at the place where I've always aspired to be, dream job, all of that. And, you know, in our first, Fran Priscilla was a coach that I preceded, that, that I preceded. And uh, our first three years were, uh, were, first two years were a little tough. And then we, you know, Danny Granger was there my second year. And our third year, I mean, he, he, Doug, he was outstanding. Like he was, yeah, was, he was incredible. Yeah, 16 pick in the draft. Well, we made it to the tournament in three years, lost to Villanova in the first round. But I really felt like, and I got a contract extension. I really felt like, man, I'm never going to leave this place. It's Albuquerque. The fan support was great, uh, all that. And, uh, and then Rudy Davalos, my AD, he retired. And uh, he said, you know, I'm not so sure you will be long for this job when I leave. And I, why did he say that, Rudy? And he said, I just, anyway, we got a new AD and, uh, and, and I could tell like I, I wasn't his guy. We, we weren't winning. Oh, so, so, so why, 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 what, what, what was it about you that, that all of a sudden, you know, he comes in and says, Hey, and you're like, man, contract extension, I'm good. And he says, yeah, I don't know. What was it? Well, you, you know how volatile the fan base can be there. And we had lost right. some. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thing in the state that matters is New yes. Mexico basketball. No doubt, we uh, we had lost a few in a row on the road. Like my fourth year, we were seventeen and thirteen, and, and then my fifth and last year, I think we started out like 
eight and two. We had beaten the eighth ranked Wichita team uh, and then lost to Bobby Huggins, Kansas State team in the final of a tournament in Vegas. And then we went on the road and lost to Bobby Knight for his whatever record breaking win and uh, and then lost our season opener to TCU. And I, I got back and we were like, I want to say one and one in neutral games and oh and four on the road. And and uh, Paul Krebs, our AD, just we had a meeting. He said, I'm really concerned about the road losses. Uh, I got jammed up. I got I got offended. I thought, man, I'm doing a great job or we're doing a great job and we should you know, give it, cut us a little slack. We, you know, we're still in the, the building mode. And I coached, I, honestly, I coached out of fear the, the latter part of the season. And about a month later, uh, he decided to, to let go, let me go and let me finish the season. I wasn't going to do that, but I called Dick Bennett, who's a mentor. And he said, don't quit on those kids. Make sure they know you're with them. And we lost like our last five and it just it just ended poorly. The fan base there was when, there. When, when you said you coached out of fear, and I understand what you're saying, like that's it's one of the things that that you know, like I, I think kind of the old school coaches don't know that they they don't mean to do it to every kid, but there's occasionally kids who react that way. Like I feel like that was my biggest issue in playing for Coach Sutton. We all kind of feared him, but I would play in an effort to try and please him, right? So I that's, I wouldn't shoot because if I'd shoot and miss, he'd get mad. But you, and, and it was just a – I was scared of him taking me out of the game, whereas guys on my team were like, yo, we can't win without you. Just we up, do what you do and, and let him figure it out. Well, that sounds great, but when you're a pleaser as a kid and you're a coach's son who's, who's been, you know, called time and again, like you do what your coach says, you know, you got to play your game within reason. But as a coach, I never heard a coach say you coach out of fear. How did it, how did it affect you to coach out of fear? Yeah, it just again. Now this is my dream job. This is where my dad played. Uh, my my whole desire, one of my greatest desires, was to you know to make the McKay name, make people proud of, make my dad proud, and make people uh, proud of of our uh, our time in as Lobos. And right, 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 right. right. So the, the opinion, the opinion of others was way too important to me. And I, I feared letting them down. And, and I think when we as men live in that or drive in that lane, we're very susceptible to, you know, to, uh, to ruin. <laughs> so it, uh, it just, it, yeah. It was, and again, it wasn't a, wasn't a time in my life that I felt uh, really healthy emotionally or spiritually and, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, God was faithful. He, he knew I needed to go through that. Part of that process was, you know, coming to the end of myself and uh, relying more on my faith than I did just on me. So, yeah, it, it, and, and that was it. That was the year five, I was done. And uh, I was without work for about three weeks, thought about going into uh, being a color analyst for uh, TV and interviewed at the Mountain Network, uh, the now defunct Mountain Network. <laughs> And, uh, and then Liberty called, and, and I, I went out to the East Coast for the first time and became the head coach at Liberty. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Okay, but you left in the middle, right, to work for, for Tony Bennett. So I'm at Liberty so, for two years. Well, we have uh, Seth Curry, Steph's brother. Uh, he was yep. a nation leading scorer. We had beaten Virginia that my second year. And, man, I was enjoying it. I really loved being there. The school was great. People were great. But Tony called and said, you know, I want you to come and be my associate head coach. He offered me a ridiculous contract. And I first said no. Uh, felt good about being a head coach. Kind of like it. And, uh, and and then, you know, my wife and I, we prayed about it. And uh, he asked again. And, uh, man, I just felt like it was – I felt like I needed to go and, and serve instead of be served. And being an assistant, I hadn't been an assistant for 13 years at the time. But I thought it would be healthy for me just to, you know, Dick Bennett, again, my mentor, Tony and I were good friends. I felt like I owed Coach Bennett something, Coach Dick Bennett, because of how good he had been to me. And and I decided to go. And I didn't know what I was signing up for, Doug. Uh, you know, when you go from making the, all those decisions, when you practice, who you recruit, uh, whether or not you can go see your kids play, and, and you're an assistant, you're now supporting a vision, not casting it. It was It was different. But man, was it really good for me. Not only, not only did I get some mind space back, not being indicted by the loss, uh, you know, coaching in freedom, really investing in relationships and being that same transformational type coach that I alluded to that I had. It, it helped me recalibrate and recenter what, uh, what my purpose was in coaching. And then I learned, I learned from the best, a defensive system that, you know, we've, we've implemented here that's proven to be pretty efficient. Um, how, how, does, how does Tony do it? How do you, in this, in this climate, and if you have to run, you just tell me. Yeah, you're good. Um, in, in this climate where basketball is just not taught to, to most AU kids, high-level kids, the way it's played at Virginia, okay? And I remember when Tony got the job, and you, we could go back and, you know, because it was a search firm hire and he had no ties to the area, it'll never work, right? You gotta recruit the DMV, you gotta get local kids, you can't play slow. How does he do it? So I think Tony wanted the job uh, because he thought it could be like a Stanford on the East coast. And he had admired the fit that, that, you know, Stanford kids had because they had a conscientiousness in the classroom and that sometimes translates on the court as well. And <clears throat> our first recruiting class, not, I'm not talking about when we first got there in April, but the, the, the class after that, man, they were called the six shooters. <clears throat> it was, it was six guys. It was ranked fifth in the country or something. And it was six players of which only two of them stayed. And so our first two years were 15 and 16 and then 16 and 15. So we're 31 and 31 after two. And man, the three things that I think would answer your question. Number one, he's amazingly consistent. He's got an unwavering belief in the way you play defensively and the commitment that you have to have to it. Number two, he recruits the right kind of guys. Like he, he was uninterested in what the ranking was. He, like you, you, I know you were a highly rated recruit, but you had to have a sense of selflessness and a really competitive uh, and passionate disposition for the game in order to be successful for him. And man, I'm telling you, like Joe Harris and London Parantas and Anthony Gill and like we just took the kill Mitchell. We took guys like we were beating, we were beating mid-majors on guys. And, uh, and, and I think then thirdly, what's not talked about, uh, you know, cause not many people, he's such a humble, humble individual. He's really one of the best coaches I've been around, but one of, one of the best people he's got this. But, but, but how is that? It, it, that's real. Okay. I mean, is that, is that, I'll never forget when they, when Virginia lost to UMBC, 
And well, when the year before, when they lost to Syracuse, had the thing won, going to the Final Four, right? Yeah. And they grabbed Tony after the game. And I mean, I have no ties to the program, zero, other than I've known Tony most of my life and I respect his environment and he's been incredible to me as his dad. But this, this calm kind of grace, compassion, that's, that's a real thing. That's not just a TV thing. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. He's, he's uh, you know, his dad would tell you how temperamental he was, and that's why he retired. Like, he, he just, it just, the little things bothered his dad. And Tone has this ability. His faith is, he's deeply rooted. But he's, he's got this ability. Now, I'm, I'm just telling you, that third quality, he's insatiable about getting better. So, but, he, but he's got this ability to, to process the negative in such a way that it motivates him or inspires him to turn it to the good, to turn it to improvement, to use it as a lesson and not a loss. He's, it's uncanny. It's like not, not many people have the depth uh, that he has uh, in his, not only in his faith, but in his person. And I think because of that, man, you know, he, he probably doesn't have an enemy in the, in the world, but I think he has success because he's relentless in pursuing the desired outcome and, and unwavered by adversity. Um, what was your decision like to leave? Uh, it wasn't hard because it was back to Liberty, a place that I really had an affinity for. Uh, yet I, I, I knew I was going to miss the significance of the game. You know, when you're, like when I left, we were number two in the country for, I don't know, 10 weeks of the year. And every game was a big game. It was sold out every venue we played in. And just being able to compete for it all was, I really, really liked it. I wanted to be a head coach again. And, uh, and I couldn't imagine a better place to get a chance to do it at the time than Liberty. So that was, that didn't make it hard, but and, and it was an hour from Tone and, and Laurel. So, you know, we're close, we're friends. Uh, it felt right. Uh, but I, I, I do miss the, you know, the significance of the game on occasions. Yet, you know, they've reached such a high level now. Whenever they lose, it's the sky is falling. He's created an expectation there that's, uh, that's hard to keep up with. What is it? What does it mean? To you, what does it signify to people who've been around that program and Tony and how you guys built it to see him win the whole thing? Oh, it was it was phenomenal. You know, especially given what you alluded to earlier, when when he was interviewed outside the locker room after the first one seed had ever lost to a sixteen, and he did the interview number one. Most people wouldn't have done it, but the words that he said, I, I just thought it was. It was special. I, I thought that meant more to most coaches and, and to a lot of people than you winning a national championship and saying whatever you said after that game. So I, I think it was, it was, man, it was God's way of saying, hey, here's a gift to you for being obedient to what you were called to. And uh, I, I was, couldn't have been happier, couldn't have thought of someone that deserved it more. But to have left and watched them win it. Oh, what, what are those emotions like? Uh, tough. Yeah, you know, my I still don't have a national championship ring, but uh, no, I was happy for those guys, man. They they labored hard in order to to do something like that. And I had been gone a few years, so uh, Jack saw uh, Ty Jerome, Kyle Guy, some of those guys were still guys that I recruited or helped recruit, but. Uh, it, it, it's hard to watch someone else win a national championship, but you know, I felt like I was a little, little part of it. And, uh, and, and it, uh, it gave me a, a dream that one day we were going to cut the nets ourselves. Okay. So you get back to Liberty. Now you've done a little bit of everything, right? You've been a head coach starting a program. You've been a head coach at Colorado state. You've been back to Oregon state. That didn't work out well. New Mexico your dream job you lose that job you go to liberty you go back to being an assistant now you're back at liberty 
how are you now different than you ever used to be? Uh, very intentional about the whole person and making sure that I'm, I'm uh, faithful to the privilege of being a, a the privilege of shepherding or stewarding someone else. Uh, like I've heard it said, we, you know, your parent, your parent, we don't own our kids. Uh, we're just supposed to be great stewards of them. And, and man, I, I just think that's my daily pursuit to make sure that our guys and their experience uh, is something that they will remember uh, and, and be able to recall in, in, uh, in, in a life shaping way that uh, that is lasting and that is significant. So I think when you have that approach, you're not as indicted about the outcome. You can really invest in the process and uh, you don't get so hung up with a, with a result and uh, whether it's win or lose. So I, I think that's how I'm different, just in, in that place of emotionally uh, and spiritually healthy that I, I, again, referenced earlier, I think I'm in a, a way better place, obviously, 20 years later. You are, you know, um, you already had your dream job, right? But now you got Mr. Falwell and that school have given you two opportunities. What is it like now to be kind of back in the tournament, you know, a guy who now has kind of reestablished their value in terms of, you know, could you get a different job? Understanding that Liberty Spice giving you opportunity. Like what's that balance like? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think about it much, Doug, just because I've, I've moved so much now we're empty nesters and, <clears throat> you know, I, I think it's different now, but man, I love where I am. And I, I think we've got a really healthy culture and we, you know, we've, we've gotten to a place now where we've beaten some high majors. We're kind of on the mid-major map and you know how hard it is to schedule when you, when you arrive at that place. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I just think, I, I think for me, uh, this is, I heard this in a book, uh, read this in a book by Mark Batterson called win the day. He said, we have to have this ability to bury B U R Y dead yesterdays and not worry about unborn tomorrows. And, and I think when we do that, we can, we can make the most of our 24. And, uh, and, and that's, that's what I'm trying to do in be present, not only in their lives, but where I am in, in, in my own, uh, in my own old age. And, uh, and enjoy this process, man, because it's, it's fun. What would it mean to beat Oklahoma State? You know, uh, you know Mike's a, a great dude. He's done an amazing job there. They probably have the number one draft pick in the upcoming draft. What would that mean for you personally, for your program, for the university? Uh, well, we beat Mississippi State a couple of years ago, and it was the first tournament win in our school's history. That was great. We then lost the next Sunday to Buzz Williams' Virginia Tech team. So, and then last year we qualified, but didn't have the tournament. So I don't think our guys will be overwhelmed by the moment. Uh, I know you'll be rooting hard for your Cowboys. I appreciate that. And I really, really like Mike. He's a tremendous dude. Um, and and um, I'm waiting for you to ask the questions about the game plan so you can text it to him. Um, but uh, it, obviously when, when you have a player like Cunningham, like that dude, is he's special. Well, if he's not one, he'll be two and, He'll play for 15 years if, if, if he stays healthy. But they also have some other really good players. And they're the 11th ranked team in the country. Uh, they shouldn't have been a four seed. Uh, it would mean a lot. Yet, you know, I do think our guys haven't won a few high major games over the years. I, like, I don't, I don't think they'll be afraid of the moment. But we'll have to do a great job in order, to, in order just to compete with them. They're really good. Richie, I'm so happy you found peace and happiness and success, right? And those things, uh, success doesn't always mean winning games, but it doesn't hurt when you do win games. And uh, I can't, I'm just fortunate to know you and appreciative of your time. I wish you the best of luck against my woman. Yeah, uh, thank you, man. I feel the same about you. You've, uh, you've got a great platform and you use it wisely, man. Thanks for all you do to better people's lives. and. Uh, if we do, or if we're fortunate enough to upset the Cowboys, man, I'm I'm gonna send yeah. you an, uh, some some Liberty gear so you can uh, you can fly the colors. Hey, I'll take some Liberty gear anyway. I got a little dude. I got an 11 year old lefty. He may uh, not be a high major. He may, 
I may be maybe calling you about recruiting down the road. All right, I'm taking all lefties, man. They can shoot that thing. He can shoot that thing. I'll talk yeah. soon. Thanks, Richie. Thanks, Doug. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. It was good. It's interesting. He's a very nice man and very interesting perspective and some really thoughtful commentary on how he's grown as a person and how he helps young men mature as, as people. And then the consistency of Tony Bennett, that one really jumped out at me, right? He's just consistent everyday guy. You can listen to the Doug Gottlieb show daily, three to six Eastern 12, three Pacific. There's consistency for you on Fox sports radio, the iHeartRadio radio app. We got more pods coming. You go back and you listen to some of the old ones, Justin Bean at Utah state, uh, Ryan Odom, of course, UMBC, we have tons of them. You go back, Steve Prome uh, joined me. I know he just lost his job. There's some really, really good ones. Uh, anyway, I'm Doug Gottlieb. Thanks so much for listening. This is All Ball. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.